We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Bum, bada, bada, Yay! <laughs> and Grogu is back. He Grogu is so excited that Brenda's back. I'm so excited to see him too. He's so cute. Oh my gosh, we missed you. <laughs> we did. And we are on the road with Mickey. This is episode 184 for September 4th, 2023. And this week we're continuing our series on our looks at the things we like about the different lands. And so this week is our top three things we like about Liberty Square. Yep. I don't know who might like Liberty Square. I mean, really? does I mean, what does is there to like? Really like oh, Liberty Square? Okay, wait a minute. That too close, Daddy. <laughs> Them's fighting words. Okay. Well, moving on. First, we're going to go through some cheddar from the Big Cheese, and Brenda and Sophie have cheddar. I don't have any cheddar. I got Brenda-Sophie cheddar. So, Brenda, you start us off. Well, there is a new date announcement due to Hurricane Adalia. The virtual grand reveal event for the Disney Treasure has been rescheduled for tomorrow, Tuesday, September 5th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. So, you can... Join them and see everything they know about the Disney treasure, which is going to be amazing. It's in the Disney Wish family. It's like the sister ship of the Disney Wish. So I can't wait to see what's going on with that ship. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, all right, then. I guess it's all about safety, but I understand. Yes. (laughs) Sorry. I'm just the hurricanes kind of messing with my head. I've been thinking about it a lot. But anyway, going over to the West Coast, coming soon to Disneyland, a Haunted Mansion expansion. Say that five times fast, Haunted Mansion expansion. (laughs) The Haunted Mansion at the Disneyland Resort will receive eerie enhancements in 2024 with an expanded outdoor queue and a new Madame Leota themed retail shop at the attraction's exit. I have to wonder if it's kind of going to be like Memento Mori over in Liberty Square, which, by the way, we're talking about today. So I wonder. I wonder. Segue. Could be. I do say so. Could be. Yeah, I'm thinking the outdoor queue is going to be a little bit like what we have in the outdoor queue for Mm -hmm. Disney World now. But still, I think it's kind of neat. I think it'll be neat. And, you know, the retail is retail. But still, I think it'll be neat to see what it looks like. Yeah. Yep. I want to go. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our quick cheddar this morning. So it is time to move on to our feature topic, our top three things we like about Liberty Square. And we are continuing our series on the lands of the Magic Kingdom with a look at Liberty Square. So, Brenda, you are starting us off this week. Oh, really? Okay, well. Mm-hmm. Hope you got something to write about, <laughs> talk about. <laughs> oh, come on. Everyone loves Liberty Square. Yes. And, I, you know, 
I was thinking about this and I was thinking, trying to just put myself like not pick things. I ended up picking things. What can you do? But right. overall, my favorite thing about Liberty Square is that no matter when you go to Walt Disney World, it's always both Thanksgiving and Christmas. Because it's always Thanksgiving at Liberty Tree Tavern, and it's mm-hmm. always Christmas at Ye old Christmas Shop. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I like I like that. I like having those yeah. experiences no matter when I go. Yeah. So is that your first thing? That's my first thing. Okay. I wanted it's, to make sure that wasn't like an intro to it's your It's always first Christmas. Thing. Nope. <laughs> nope. I like that. It's like a special treasure thrown in. It into is. Your, no matter when you go to me. I, you know, I love the Christmas shop. I love Christmas. I mean, you know. <laughs> mhm. I don't think there's anyone here that doesn't love Christmas. And if you are, oh. then, well, humbug to you too, Ebenezer Scrooge. Well, unless you don't believe in Christmas. We love everyone. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, that's a good first opening. And I know it's kind of weird. you know. And it's no. also a really good way to kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, so now it's like Brenda has four things on her list. I know, I still just have three. <laughs> well, but two are in number one, so there you go. Like I said, just kill saying. two birds with one stone. And speaking of something like that, it's my turn. Yay! And, of course, I had to go right off the bat and talk about the most obvious thing that I like about Liberty Square, and that would be that creepy old mansion nestled in the back of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. I love the Haunted Mansion so much. So, so, so much. And in fact, when I found out about the new Loungefly October collection, mm-hmm. the one that has a stretching room inspired um lounge fly coming do you have a picture i do i'm sharing it right now nice oh goodness i sent that that? i sent that to my mom and i was like hey look at this and she said (laughs) cute and so now you know exactly what else i want for christmas very cute Oh my gosh, it looks so cool. And the portraits actually stretch on it. I love the Haunted Mansion so, so much. That is okay. Neat. So much. That so your number one, you. Perfect. your number one is the Loungefly Haunted Mansion collection? Just the Haunted Mansion. The Loungefly is roped into that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. I'm just kidding, Sophie. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Messing okay. with you over there. Messing with her. Messing with her. Well, number one for me is somewhat odd as well, but I wanted to say (laughs) it before someone else says it, and that is the Liberty Boat Ferry Boat Ride. Liberty Bell, I mean. And um, I like it because I don't do it every time, but I like it because it's a unique look at some of the stuff you see in Liberty Square and also... So you can see some of the things from the train that you don't normally see. Um, and so I just I just like the the idea of taking a, a riverboat cruise, you know? And so nice. so that's an easy way to do it. And so the Liberty Bell is on my list. Very good. 
That is a very good one. Very good. I'm looking uh, for my list. <laughs> I'm looking for my, okay, well, I don't, I can't find my list, but it doesn't matter because no one is going to be surprised by my number two because it involves food. And yeah. of course it involves my favorite Nutella waffle. That is my Sleepy breakfast Hollow. of choice at Sleepy Hollow. Yes. I love that Nutella waffle so much. And Sleepy Hollow is just, you know, I I can't imagine how many times we've all been to Sleepy Hollow because it's like a favorite for all of us. And it is consistently really good. The service is great. The food is great. It's just a really, a really good place to go and get a special treat and get your cup of ice water for free, people. Um, just a great place to go. Yeah. To be fair, there are lots of places you can go for free ice water, but That's true. Sleepy Hollow is just amazing. Yep. So good. I like and the chicken and waffles too, but the Nutella waffle is my thing. Me, I'm a chicken and waffles girly, so you can have your Nutella waffle. Thank you. I will get something a little more filling, or maybe I'll get a funnel cake. It depends on how long the line is. Yeah. Yeah. They keep it moving right along, though. I mean, the service is great there. They do. They do. That's it for me. Number two. Oh. All right. What about you, Sophie? Number two on your list. Well, here's the thing. So Aunt Brenda has already stolen two of my entries, so I am literally changing them as we go here. <laughs> because I don't want to say the exact same things as Aunt Brenda, and that's why I said the Haunted Mansion first. But <laughs> since I have so many extras to spare, it's alright. I don't mind. And of course, what was once Sleepy Hollow is now the Columbian Harbor House. Columbia. Columbia, Colombian. Mm. Columbia. It's the Harbor, Harbor House. House. Yes. Which is a very unique restaurant. It is yes. because technically it is in Liberty Square, but it also borders with Fantasyland. Yes. It and has. there are seats within the restaurant itself where you can sit on one side of the room and be looking right over the queue for the haunted mansion and you can go over to the other side of the room and see rapunzel's tower and the bathrooms associated with it it is a really love that bathroom really cool, <laughs> i know i know we all do it's a really cool restaurant it's and beautiful. it's one it's one of the few places in Disney, in Walt Disney World, where you don't have the complete unbroken theming. The thing about Walt Disney World is they love to make it so that when you're in one specific spot of the park, you cannot see other things that are, you know, outside of that land so say if you were in Adventureland, the um buildings with the sunshine pavilion and the skipper's cantina those are there specifically to hide your view of the castle so that you don't see it when you're in tomorrowland obviously it's very easy not to see other things when you're in liberty square Sure, it feeds right into Frontierland, but they're so similar that it's okay. You never have any break in that suspension of belief, mm -hmm. except for the Columbian Harbor, Columbia Harbor House. 
I don't like how you corrected me on that. I'm going to keep stuttering over it, Daddy. The Columbia Harbor House is one of the few places where that there is that clear break, and it's actually a little bit refreshing to me because it reminds me, hey, I'm not stuck in this place that has no bathrooms. All I need to do is go under that archway and I'm good. Because yep. Liberty Square is notorious for not having any bathrooms. Well, not only that, but those lobster rolls are killer over there. That's true. I've never it's had a, a lobster roll. Yeah. I never had any interest in a lobster roll because mm -hmm. it always felt like way too much breading for what you got in the filling. And me, I just don't like lobster. So, I love lobster, but I like it hot with butter. And I will stick to my fish and chips. And so forth. But anyway, um, the neat thing about, about Columbia Harbor House is that it has the two entrances, one on the Liberty Square side and one on the Fantasyland side. And, um, and the theming for the entrance is unique to each land. So that's what's really neat to me. Yep. So, and that's kind of what Sophie was talking about. But that to me is just really neat that it does cross over. Yeah. So. And of course, there was that one time where we were in line for Peter Pan and the line was so long yet moved so quickly that they actually had us going oh. out of the queue and through the Columbia Harbor House and then back into the line queue for Peter Pan. Yeah. It was yeah. very funny. That but was also, COVID, COVID Q. Yes, it was. Yep, but very also spaced out it Q. moved very quickly, so I did not mind it one bit. No. No. Nope. Yeah. So anyway. Those lines looked so long, but they weren't. They just looked that way. Yeah. It's because we were all spaced out. And honestly, yeah, exactly. it was nice. I didn't mind it at all. I didn't mind it at all. I would do that in a yeah. moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some people don't want to be all smushed together. Yep. It made it way more bearable. Yeah. So yeah, Columbia Harbor House, fish and chips and suspension of disbelief. Yep. All right. Well, for me, number two is the Hall of Presidents. Nice. I like the Hall of Presidents. I like the foyer. I like the lobby. I like the fact that in the Hall of Presidents, you actually have one of the rugs from the seal of the United States of America. Mm -hmm. um, and that it's there and it's actually sent there by the government. Um, and that's why it has the, the railing around it that you, so you can't step on it. But that is, to me, that's really neat. But what's really neat to me is also being able to see all the history in the, in the foyer before the show and then learn all about the presidents afterwards. And, you know, it's Disney. If it's blazing hot, it's a great air-conditioned space. It is. Oh but my gosh, that's, that's, not, right. that's not the biggest reason for me, but it is a good reason. Um, but to me, it's it fits right in with, with Liberty Square and what it's about, which is the history of this country. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes Liberty Square unique and such yeah. a, cool, a cool area. Yeah. So. Not to mention the Hall of Presidents. You would think in this day and age that the Hall of Presidents would be a spark for controversy and politics. It's not. No. It's not. It is treated with the reverence and respect that it deserves. And 
I don't think there's a single person in this country who could not appreciate it, or at least everybody should, regardless of what side they're on. Yeah, they should. Do you know also that years ago I learned that the Imagineers were so detail-oriented about the Hall of Presidents that they actually built leg braces and did the glasses for the presidents Uh with glasses are the prescription of that president. I mean, down to freaking minute details. And they are amazing. I just can't get over the creativity and the just authenticity of everything in there. Yeah, that's really neat. That is really neat. I wouldn't have known that. And and you wouldn't ever know. You would never know. Because but they you're know. not that close. Yeah. But but that didn't matter. They they, they went know. to that degree anyway because they knew it otherwise it wouldn't be exactly right. That's right. Cool. So I wonder Amazing. if George Washington's teeth are wooden. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. That was my number two. So, so Brenda, what's number three on your list? (sighs) Okay. (laughs) I'm going to try to say this. I don't know if I'm going to hang on long enough. (laughs) What? Um, When they built Disneyland... Walt Disney really wanted a Liberty Street because he wanted a colonial, he wanted a patriotic street and they Mm -hmm. couldn't do it. And I love Liberty Square because they made sure that what he wanted got put there, even though it was after he passed. So... It's your it's your closest Magic Kingdom place that Walt would have wanted. Just grateful that they made sure yeah. it got put there. Yeah. And I, I love just sitting there. Just sitting there, you know. That's awesome, Brenda. That is That's awesome. And Brenda, we need to talk because for some reason, everything you're saying, with the exception of the Haunted Mansion, is lining up with what I want to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's all heart. It's, uh, it's all feeling. I can't, you know, what can you Brenda, do? Your face is a little bit wet. Are you okay? <laughs> yes, no, she's, she's okay. I'm uh, fine. But it's a, uh, that's a powerful thing. And that... You know, that that's why Disney holds this place mm-hmm. in our hearts. That's right. Yeah. You know, even with chaos of some decisions, not going there, but even with that chaos, that's the reasoning why we all still like Disney is because of the man and what he did and how he tugged at our heartstrings. In a time when we had no idea what we were missing until we were there. Yep. And now yeah. his brother carried on that legacy out of love mm-hmm. and then died right after. I mean, it's, the whole thing is just love as far as I'm concerned from start to finish. 
It is yeah. the entire the entirety of the Disney of Walt Disney World parks. That entire thing, it started out as a gift. Yeah. Well, it didn't yeah. start as a gift. It started as a dream. And then when it was completed and first opened, then it became a gift. That's mm -hmm. right. It became a gift from one brother to another. And that's why we have statues like we have the Walt and the Mickey partner statue in the center of Main Street. And then there at the beginning of it, we also have the statue of Minnie sitting with Roy. Yeah. And you yeah. can tell just from the way that Minnie is looking at him, she is saying, thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the partner statue actually points to Roy. Exactly. Yeah. It's just the, it's just love everywhere. It's 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 indescribable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it is indescribable, but we're gonna try and describe it because yeah. because now um, I have more stuff to say, and I'm not yeah. letting go of this just because Aunt Brenda said it. <laughs> yeah, but also come in October. We're going to be one of our topics is what keeps bringing us back to Disney. Oh, so, well, there you go. Oh, so at some point, we're going to be talking about the same sort of thing, but Good in luck. more detail on October. <laughs> in October. I imagine we're going to need a lot of tissues for yeah. that episode. Yeah. There's several tearjerker heartstring ones that are coming up down the pike, people. Just be ready. But yeah. Yeah. Piggybacking off of what Aunt Brenda started, Liberty Square, and you'll notice this. There is nowhere in any of the other Disney parks that has a land exactly like Liberty Square and Walt exactly. Disney World. Uh, Disneyland has New Orleans Square, sure. It's got the Haunted Mansion. It's got that American theming to it, but it's not Liberty Square. And in Disneyland Paris, the Haunted Mansion isn't even in a Liberty Square. It's in the Frontierland, Thunder Mesa. You will not find another colonial village type setting in any of the other Disney parks. It is unique to Walt Disney World. And it is honestly, it's the heart of what makes Walt Disney World, especially the Magic Kingdom, special. I even look at the map and you'll notice it's slightly to the left of the center. The heart is slightly to the left of the center of the chest. It is literally the heart of the Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is so absolutely important. And every attention to detail, Everything about it just screams that it was a passion project made out of love and care and a respect for a country and a man who adored that country. Yep, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, you're absolutely right, Sophie. And you're absolutely right, Brenda. And... I could talk about the same exact thing. And in a way I am. Um, Cause I think I'm going to give two. <laughs> Cause <laughs> Go I got to right mention, I got to mention Haunted Mansion because Haunted Mansion, you know, yeah. it's my background again this week, because it's, it's a focal point of Liberty square. Um, 
so it's an important thing and i really love the haunted mansion just as much as sophie probably well i love the haunted mansion i don't think i could love it as much as sophie because <laughs> that is sophie's baby. sophie's That's a little right. bit silly but anyway, it Didn't is. Didn't she is choose the haunted mansion as the place she would spend the night if we were if we were locked in the Magic Kingdom at night? Yeah. And you said, "Listen, Treehouse," and she said, "Haunted Mansion." Yeah. Listen, Leota has some good bedtime stories. That's true. <laughs> and but... I'm sure Constance Hatchaway would not want the neck of a girl instead of a husband number six. Yeah, but back to me. Because it is all about me right now Because it's my yes, number three yes. Haunted Mansion is on my list But it's also um, and, and Brenda touched about it About the Imagineers And how much level of detail They went into um, And I love The historical elements Of Liberty Square It's kind of a similar thing To what you're saying but mm -hmm. for example, I think if I remember correctly, is it 1789 the number at for the Hall of Presidents the number over the the Double building? Double checking myself because I'm actually pulling up various details about Liberty Square as we speak. Yeah, but I think it's 1789, and that's because of that's the year that it that the constitution and whatnot was was signed you know and 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 ratified and so forth um i i can't remember don't hold me to that but all the little details about liberty square are historically relevant they're historically accurate accurate yeah you know um and and that that just it's it's what really makes that such a unique environment you know and like yeah. sophie said there's no other liberty square in any other park that matches yeah give us some examples of that accurate portrayal of the land well for starters uh i was looking through the um details as i said mm -hmm. and i just want to point this out really quickly before i get on to the huge thing um the liberty tree the Liberty Tree. There is actually a tree in Liberty Square called the Liberty Tree. It is the oldest tree in the park. Mm -hmm. They dated it back. And on top of that, I don't think any other land in the Magic Kingdom has a plaque like this, but at the official entranceway from Main Street into Liberty Square, there is a plaque that reads this, Liberty Square. Past this gateway stirs a new nation waiting to be born. Thirteen separate colonies have banded together to declare their independence from the bonds of tyranny. It is a time when silversmiths put away their tools and march to the drums of a revolution. A time when gentlemen planters leave their farms to become generals. A time when tradesmen leave the safety of home to become heroes. Welcome to Liberty Square. Yeah. Yep. That's nice. Yes. Yeah. There are so many different details about it. You are literally stepping back in time into this place. They have not spared a single expense except for maybe electricity. But even then, Ben Franklin did find that. So. 
Uh huh. Yep. It's and a you very know what? Area. Liberty yeah. Square is the smallest land in the Magic Kingdom. And you know what? Well and good that it is because it does not have any bathrooms. <laughs> and you know what else? It has more places to eat than attractions. And it's the only one that has that. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's very, very true. And you know, we're all about food. So oh, we yeah. like that. We love our food. <laughs> I'm yep. just saying. I'm just saying. Yep. American don't bypass food Liberty don't Square. Tea. Definitely spend some time there. It's it's worth it's worth visiting for sure. Yes. I remember when I was in elementary school, I believe, uh, my parents wanted to take me to Disney for my fall break. And we wanted to spend a little more than just the allotted four to five days that I was allowed off at Disney. So my dad was like, hey, Sophie, I am going to pull you out of school, but there we have to make a deal. You have to convince your teachers that going to Disney is an educational experience. And I was like, how on earth am I going to do that? And he's like, <laughs> Liberty Square. And I'm like, Liberty Square? That's the most boring place in the park. Oh, like, yeah. You used to hate history. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I found out about the American Revolution, actually. <laughs> yep. I had no idea it was a real thing. Yeah. 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 See, yep. it wasn't until about, I want to say, third grade when third grade when we actually started studying the American Revolution that I was like, hold up, you're telling me that people actually did this? Yeah. Why didn't you say so? And then all after that, all got all the gloves were off, all the strings were pulled, all the stops were unstopped. History. History. Up until we got to World War II, because that was just a little bit too recent for me. Very good. All right. Well, moving on, I think I think we've done justice to Liberty Square. Have we, I, girls? I think we have too. Okay, then I'm going to close the book on our feature topic and Mm -hmm. I'm going to move us on to this day in in (laughs) Disney history. (laughs) Yeah, so September 4th. Sophie, take it away. All right, I had some trouble deciding on this. And for those of you who were listening into our Fantasyland um, episode when I talked about Liberty Square there, and joked that I would find something Fantasyland related for this episode, I could not. But I do remember how I talked about people getting lynched for Fantasyland, and I found something that is very dark and of equal caliber, and it happens in the year of 1918 where the postal employee Walt Disney, who is a substitute mail carrier, is walking through the West Adams Street lobby of the Federal Building in Chicago when he hears a deafening blast that shakes the ground. Someone had planted a bomb. More than 75 were injured and four were killed, including a co-worker of Walt's named William Wheeler. The force of the blast 
also killed a horse on the street, damaged a streetcar, and shattered windows of the nearby buildings. Walt said this, I was in the post office. I had just got through sorting my mail or finishing my route. I was walking out, going out a certain entrance when it was bombed. I was right in the lobby when, boom, this thing went off. Here comes the dust shooting out and everything. That was the way I went out every night. I missed the darn thing by about three minutes. Yep, was it meant to be? He had things to do. <sighs> yep. Now imagine yeah. if he had been three minutes off. Boy, our world would be way different, wouldn't it? Way sadder, yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's part of why I wanted to also mention today being my grandpa's birthday. Yay! You know, he was born in 1913, and he passed away in 2011, both on September 4th. But the simple wow. fact is that in 1978, my grandma and my grandpa retired to Florida. And in 1979, we flew down to visit them, and they took us to Walt Disney World. And that was my very first trip to Walt Disney World. And if they hadn't retired to Florida, I might never have been to Walt Disney World, you know? Yep. And I will never forget it, because I wrote about it also. But I'll never forget, back then it was just the Magic Kingdom. We drove. We drove up World Drive, and you drove forever, like five miles, and it was like there was nothing there, absolutely nothing there. It was one long road, and then you parked, and you got on this thing, this monorail that was so futuristic. It was like you had left Florida, and you found this monorail, and you rode this monorail around, and then you saw that castle. As you start approaching the entrance to Magic Kingdom. And when you get to there, you get off the monorail and you go underneath the railroad tracks and you come up in this whole different world. Oh, yeah. And it was deliberate. And that was intentional that you were leaving this, leaving the audience and entering the production. And that, to me, is why Main Street is my favorite area of the Magic Kingdom, because you are now part of the performance. And Have we talked about this before? Because my first visit was also 1979, and that would be really something if I actually saw you during that time. We just we, we did talk about talked. it, but we, we determined that the timing was, wasn't oh, okay. the right timing. It was okay. the same year, but not the same month or days or whatever. Oh, darn. So. Okay. Yeah, we stayed but, at the Contemporary. It was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah. But anyway, so with today being Grandpa's birthday, happy birthday in happy heaven, Grandpa. Birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Happy heavenly birthday. And I called him Poppy. Yep. It wouldn't have happened. I may not have ever been to Disney World if so it hadn't wonderful. been that first trip that they took took us on, you know? Thanking God for him today. Yeah. So and Every day, I'm sure. Yeah, so it's history for for what happened back in the day, but also history for relevant personal history, too. That's great history. So, so good job, Sophie. Thank you so much. Thank yes. you. 
All right. I have a great character. Oh, da, my da, da. goodness. Stumped the soap. I, I <laughs> don't luck. think I'll stump the soap. I don't think Last so. week, I stumped her. No. Who yeah. was the character? Who was the character? Flower. Flower the skunk from Bambi. Oh, wow. And and the reason it's a stumper is because there's you not a whole a lot of detail. You used that I didn't know. Oh. It was, yeah, Twitter pated. Twitter remember pated. the movie no. when he says, I won't get Twitter pated like all those other people are. And then he does anyway. Now, see, one would think that would be something way, way, way more modern than Bambi. Yeah. So, of course. Tw- really, you off. would think with Twitter. Exactly. I agree. It's not that kind of Twitter. <sighs> but it sounds like it. But it's Let's... not. Anyway. This character, moving on to this week, this character loves clothes. Barbie. Barbie's (laughs) not Disney. Come on now. Oh, yes, she is. She's in Toy Story. (laughs) Not really. Not the same part. That's the same thing. This character wants something truly unique. Something no one else has that ties into that clothes reference I just made. Hmm. I'm going to give you another. I'm going to give you a hint. Madame also, Medusa. No, this character is a villain. Cruella. Cruella, yes. Very good. Fun fact. So technically I got it right because Madame Medusa from The Rescuers was originally going to be Cruella DeVille, but they made her into her own separate character. Well, well looky okay. there. You got a double dosey. I sure did. But I want you to know that um, Cruella DeVille was ranked as the American Film Institute's 39th most evil villain. Oh, understandably so. Wait, and he's... she also often appears on the Forbes list of wealthiest animated characters. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but anyway, Cruella DeVille. Very good, Sophie. We had never used her, Sophie. And that is surprising. Me too. Me too. Very so. good. All right, then. Well, there you oh, go. Yay! My honor is restored. That's there right. There you go. It's because yay. Brenda's here. Of course. <laughs> and Brenda's my lucky charm. Yep. Very good. I'm proud of you, as always. All right. Well, Brenda, it's time Gotta for a little bit. bit of Walt. A little bit. That's what we storytellers do. We restore order with imagination. We instill hope again and again and again. Walt Disney. Walt Disney, the man. The man, for sure. Yep. Well, my friends, that wraps us up. We um, had a fun time. We enjoyed having Brenda back. And next week, we are having our first ever listener question episode. We have a lot, Brenda, a lot of listener questions. Oh, yeah. Like dozens, I think. And some of them we're going to need to figure out the answers for within the next week. Yeah. I did notice that some of the questions are actually questions. 
about and Disney, and some are like trivia things. We're not doing trivia ones, are we? I will. We're just doing questions. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have an answer for every single question that's out there. Oh wow! Whether or not it's, I have no idea. Might be the answer, (laughs) but but we'll see. Yeah. So. So we're going to address every single one and maybe, mm-hmm. you know, we might split them up. We'll figure that out when we start recording. But that's next week is our first ever listener questions episode. And I'm so. excited for it. You're going to have to send me the list, though, Daddy. Like, write all the questions down and then send the list to yeah, me and it in our, so yeah, that share we it with can... us in our notes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I will do that. But that's next week. Until then, I'm Mike. She's Sophie. That's Brenda. He's Grogu. And we hope you all have a great week. And we will see see you on on the the road. road. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.